What is up, Big Blue Nation? Welcome to episode three of the Blue Crew Boys podcast. My name is Spencer Jago. My name is Alec Heiss. And we're happy to have you on here with us again for another just riveting episode about Kentucky sports. We're really excited to have you all. Once again, if you all are not subscribed yet, please do that. Oh, please subscribe. We want Brian to let us keep doing this, so we need as many followers as we can get. iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever it is that you're listening on, please subscribe. It would mean the absolute world to us. But anyways, let's get started. Oh yeah, let's get started. You want to kick us off? Yeah, I'll kick us off. So, men's soccer lost their first game to FIU in a 3-2 nail-biter on Saturday. Uh, The undefeated season came to an end. But their success can't continue. It's just a bump in the road. It was a conference opponent. So, obviously, that's always a big game. Down in Miami, too. I mean, Down in long, Miami. Long travel day, middle of the week. Yeah. Tough game. That's a tough That's a tough game to win. Uh, so, I believe that the soccer team is still in a good spot. They're 9-1-1. One, and one. I mean... Should they, still be at the top of the conference. They should definitely still be at the top of the conference. They've already beaten the number two team in the nation. Mm-hmm. So, really, they're still in just a really good spot. I mean, it's just like our football team, you know, Kentucky football and Kentucky football are in very similar positions, but the fan bases can still get behind them and rally, and uh, things can still look up. You know, it's just one bump in the road, but it's a long season. Yeah, definitely. And then on to women's soccer. Last week, dropped two games. Yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a rocky road so far. It's been a rough go. Uh, we're, we're still supporting them. We're all behind them, but it's just been tough, you know. It's, it's and I know it's just, it's way tougher for them than it is for any of us. We're we're just cheering them on. We're have we're just watching them. Oh yeah, they're the ones playing the games. They're the ones giving it their all, and playing a lot of close games really get like getting down to the end and just can't really close. Yeah, I mean, you know, it just happens sometimes, and right now it's just not our time. And we're just going to try and continue to make progress. Uh, just got to get better. And I don't think we look to next season just yet. Got to trust the process. Oh, got to trust the process. Right Shout now. out the Philadelphia 76ers for that. Yeah. But um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's looking a little rough right now. But mm-hmm. it's okay. We're good. We're sitting we're good. at 4-11, but conference play right now has just been – it's obviously been a rocky road. We lost to Texas A&M and Alabama this week, te- uh, Tennessee last week, but – Whenever the conference tournament comes, that's our time. That's Kentucky's time to shine. I believe in the girls. I believe in the coaching staff. And I just believe in our talent. We're too good to not uh, set ourselves up for success in tournament play. I fully believe that the women's soccer team can get out of this. Definitely. Definitely. And we'll be cheering them on the whole way. Oh, yeah. We're constantly trying to, you know, Cheer them on through Instagram, through games, through mm-hmm. Twitter, through any social media platform, through any platform we have to get as much cheering in as possible. We do it because mm-hmm. we want them to know that we're still behind them. We'll never not be behind them. So, yeah, we want to just make them feel as good as they can and, you know, just cheer them on until they start winning games. Mm, amen to that. So It's coming. Oh, it's it's coming. coming soon. It's on the horizon, girls. We believe in you. Hey, last year Kentucky basketball lost four straight, and then we won. We won the SEC, so things things can look up, you know. Like we like we said a couple weeks ago, like we said last week, it's sports. 
Two weeks in a row. You, two weeks in a row, you've made this reference. I don't care. I'll keep making the reference. All right. Well, <laughs> my bad. We'll we'll see. We'll see. So hockey last week, UK hockey, hockey also suffered their first loss of the season to Georgetown on Saturday, <sighs> but they did win against Navy and St. Joseph uh, on Friday and Sunday. And on Sunday, they beat St. Joseph 12-2. to So they lost on Saturday, came back, and were just like, you know what, you guys, you guys played us on the wrong day because we suffered our first loss, and we're just going to smack you. We don't care. And that's what they did. 12 goals. I feel like, again, every week we talk about this. 12 goals in a hockey game. It makes zero sense. It's starting to make more sense now because, we've again, we've said it we're three weeks in a row now, and we're getting used to it. But come on. It, d- it makes zero sense. They're so good. They just specialize in putting up the craziest hockey scores that I've ever seen. Yeah. 12-2. What was it against Tennessee? 15-0? 15-0. What? Like, and then 21-0 that whole weekend? Mm-hmm. So... That one loss to Georgetown is is not an issue at all. Hey, it happens. Even the Warriors lose sometimes. Yeah, even the Warriors lose. So we like not even a care in the world about that loss because we we can still come back any game. I feel like we're in it regardless of the score because we can put up twelve goals in a game. Oh yeah, I mean our offense is apparently just the most proficient that hockey has ever seen. We may be the greatest hockey team that's ever played. <laughs> <laughs> Bold statement. Is that my hot take of the week? It's not. But it's, we might be. Yeah, You don't you hear get, about scores like that a lot. Last time I heard about scores like that was uh, the Soviets in the 70s and 80s putting up crazy scores like that. Yeah, but you know who beat them? Team USA. 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 Whoop, whoop. Yeah, so, that, was, that was corny. Not to compare us to the <laughs> Soviets because we don't want to do that. But we might be the greatest hockey team ever assembled. I would like to see someone prove me otherwise. And if you think that I am spitting out fake news, seriously, call me out on it. Also, I'd love to talk about it. Uh, we checked the scores, and we're not lying to you guys. They are putting up these numbers. Oh, so, yeah, the, these are not fake news. The, the, the scores are, are not fake news. We put out fake news a couple weeks ago. Spencer's takes, though. Because we... Mm. My takes? What's wrong with my takes? Ah. They're hot takes for a reason. Yeah. But anyways... We put out fake news a couple weeks ago as, as we announced we shorted the hockey team one goal. And as Alec just said, 21-0 a couple weeks ago, we reported that it was 20-0. So we were fake news, but we have since then corrected ourselves and learned from our mistakes. Yeah, we're definitely continuing to grow and learn. We're mm-hmm. trying to cut down on our ums. We're still pretty bad at that. We're working on it. We're working on it. But this is, always, this is just a work in progress. We're going to get there eventually. Yeah, this is, this is my third podcast ever. Your fourth, right? Yes, sir. So definitely room to grow. You know, we can't all be great podcasters, but, you know, we're trying. We're getting there. Is this a good time to talk about our uh, upcoming event? Sure. Why not? All right. So before we get into Spencer's hot take, we, Blue Crew, have an event on October 20th. It is the hockey team taking on Dayton. Now, I know what you're thinking. October 20th, we're playing Vandy that night. Football is playing Vandy at home. You are correct. But 
with the way that our team has been playing, that game could very well be over in the first half. And if that is the case and you're just saying, hey, you know, I don't really want to sit here anymore. I love this team, but I'm, I'm, trying to look, I'm looking to see some other guys play. Come out to the Lexington Ice Center and see the greatest hockey team ever assembled take on the Dayton Flyers at midnight. We are getting there sometime between 10.30 and 11. So at some point there, meet us there. We're all going to sit together. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a raucous crowd. We're really excited about it. So, yeah, that's our upcoming event, October 20th. Like I said, we know it's the night of the football game. But if you do think you have time at midnight or you just want to leave the football game early but you don't want to go home, hockey is the perfect thing to do that night. Oh, yeah. And doesn't the football team, you know, they have enough fans. Oh, they have enough. It'll be it'll be packed. So you know, if you want to want to come watch the hockey game, which is also going to be packed, so you really want to be there pretty early. Mm-hmm. I actually talked to the assistant coach, and he said I was like, "We're thinking about coming at eleven to eleven thirty. He was like, "Nah, fam, come ten thirty eleven because because the boys draw a crowd." Yeah, they do. Yeah, and they you do. can bring noisemakers, just not whistles, not air horns, but you can bring noisemakers. So this game is going to get rowdy. The SEC does not allow that at football games. The hockey team does. So come out, get loud, get proud, root on our hockey team. $7 at the door, cash only, be ready. You heard it here. If you, you are not there, I'm going to be very disappointed in the Blue Crew Boys fan base, which I know is not that big yet, but we're getting there. But I will be disappointed if all 12 of our listeners are not there. That's very true. I'm actually shorting us. I believe we have 1,200 listeners. Yeah, definitely. I mean, close. Pretty close. I checked uh, the SoundCloud recently, and the number was too big. That they might be fake news. They stopped, they stopped uh, <laughs> recording our, our listens. That might be fake news. They're coming in too quick. That might be fake news. So I, 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 jumped, def- I jumped, jumped the ball a little bit. Yeah, I said Spencer's hot take, but that is coming after we talk about women's volleyball. Women's volleyball is just staying scorching hot. Unbelievable. One again this week. Their win, their win streak is now sitting at seven in a row. They swept Mississippi State 3-0, to zero, and they are now 10-4 and four on the season. Like we said last week, they started the season off 0-3 and since then have rebounded and gone 10-1, and one, winning seven straight. It's just another amazing year. From our from our women's volleyball team. Yeah, they're they're killing it. I love and it. Last week, you know, UK sports took a hit. We've been talking about a lot of losses, and I think this is why we saved them for last. Because mm-hmm. they're just trucking along. And like our other teams are doing well, but they're just they're still winning. So, you know, they're they are the bright spot in last week's mm-hmm. group of games. Exactly. And they're they're just doing so well and um my my UK and the pros Former volleyball player. Let's let's, let's sit on that. Who let's spearheaded? Who spearheaded the uh, the the promise of this team? Now Memorial's getting revamped, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that's also part of the women's basketball team as well. But w- women's volleyball is is playing really well, mm-hmm. and they have been the last few years. And I think I'm just gonna jump right into my UK and the pros. Sorry to take your hot take, man. That's okay. But we can um, save it. Cas Brown. She set records on the UK volleyball team, had a .408 attack percentage, which, I mean, is just, I think, successful points. Yeah. If I, I did a little research, 
I'm not the biggest volleyball guy, but if you are, please tell me what that means. Uh, which is the second, I know this is good because this is the second highest of all time in the 25-point rally era, which I know what that is. It's going to 25 and they're just rallying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she had so many other records while she was here. She spearheaded the growth of UK volleyball and brought fans to Philip Memorial Coliseum. She was a beast in the court and was able to sign a contract to play volleyball professionally in Germany. Uh, and I just wanted to highlight her because she was so important to UK volleyball all four years of my time in college. Mm-hmm. The last four years, she she was killing it and just making the team amazing. I mean, she was just a major part in that. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so important to do that because she graduated did marketing with the UK and then signed a contract over the summer, so she's playing in Germany right now. And I think that is definitely the perfect UK and the pros mm-hmm. to highlight right now. Mm, I love it. Sometimes it just takes one person to change the culture at a program and establish a winning mentality. Yeah. And with everything that you talked about with her records, everything like that, you can definitely attribute a lot of the success that we have now to her standard that she set for us. Several years ago. Yeah, she said, I was reading an interview, and she said that her, one of her main goals wasn't just to set records, but to bring people to Memorial, to cheer on the sport that she loves. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we get to do that later this semester, maybe after her time, but this is a, definitely a result of that. Oh, yeah. Kaz, if you're listening to this, if this gets to you in Germany, we're very proud of you, and we love you here at UK Blue Crew. Thank you, Kaz. You're the best. So now... To Spencer's hot take of the week. Once again, this is a surprise for Alec. I've been thinking about it, and it hit me. This past weekend, we were at Fall Retreat for CSF, and I was sitting there listening, and it dawned on me what my hot take will be. And I don't know. This may... I don't want to shoot it down before I say it, but it may be a weak one, but some people may disagree. I don't care. Um, but my hot take is in Rupp Arena... If I have to choose between sitting in the upper deck and the E zone, I choose upper deck every single time. I think it's so much better. I 100% agree with this hot take. So it may not be the hottest take in the world. It's what I came up with. It's what I was thinking of. I know a lot of people love the E zone. I understand why. You're, you're really close to the court. You're, you're going nuts. You're in the student section. But I, uh, 10 times out of 10, would rather sit on the literal top row of Rupp Arena than sit on the first row of the eruption zone because I do not like standing the whole time at all. I like having a place to sit. And the people up top are the real fans. Those are the people that take money, time, everything. They plan these trips for their families to go out to a Kentucky basketball game, and it's one of the highlights of their year. Oh, yeah. I mean, they are the real fans of Kentucky basketball, and I love being able to sit with them, give them high fives, go nuts with them, and just enjoy the game. And if you disagree with that, please, at UK Blue Crew, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram and say, Spencer, you're dumb. I I 100% disagree. Like I said, may not have been the hottest take in the world, but it was lukewarm. No, no, I think that's definitely a hot take. So I think there are people that are just dedicated to the eruption zone. And I am just sitting here like... Why? It's terrible. It's, you get to watch one half of the game. You get to watch us play offense for a half. You, got, you get to watch the other team play offense for a half. As a basketball fan, I want to watch the entire game. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch the backs of people play the game at all. When there's dunks, the hoop is blocking the dunk. Mm-hmm. 
when there are shots, the hoop is blocking the shot. Like, I can't see it. It's like, it's the worst spot for a student section. I don't understand it. I hope if they re- they change the building up or do whatever they want to do to renovate it, please put us on the side. It do may- something. I know. Because I, mean- I can't stand standing the whole time. Uh, it's I love the upper deck because you can sit if you want to. You can see the entire game. I love to watch it from that angle of the overtop angle as a basketball fan. Not not just UK, but as a basketball fan. I love to watch the plays progress. I love to watch the shots. You can see the dunks. If you miss it, you can see the scoreboard. Like you can see the replay very mm-hmm. easily. It's right in front of you. I mean, it's just a very It's great. And the atmosphere is great. Uh up top as well. I mean the eruptions on atmosphere is good, but I I'm very in Joy the the mm-hmm. upper deck one. And if you don't get to the E zone two hours before the game even starts and you're like more than ten rows back, it's, not even worth it's it. terrible. Should have just paid for a seat. You're you mentioned it. If they I would stand every single game if they moved it to the side like how Duke has it. Oh Duke and so I, it's so small. That's not I think oh, the yeah, reason it's it works as well as it does. The issue with us and like I, I completely understand why it's this is the case. And it's just because of the boosters or the season ticket holders that pay for those seats and it's hard to get rid of those but oh my gosh i would do anything for them to move the students to the side yes you know what they should do for an exhibition game i may have told you this before an exhibition game only give access to students and put it in memorial coliseum Ooh, wouldn't that be nuts that'd be that'd be lit it'd be awesome Mitch Barnhart, if you're listening, just an idea. A fantastic just an idea. idea. Students would pay the $10. It'd be awesome. We don't even, like, we'll, we'll keep it under control. It'll be fine. We're, we're classy here at the University of I Kentucky. Our, I would say our, our student fan base is relatively tame. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be a dynamite idea. Just give the students one opportunity just to go crazy like they have it at Duke. And... It would be a exhibition game. It could only be like on the on the SEC network or maybe not even televised. Just let students go. Yeah, like it would be awesome. It'd be dope. It'd and be not, so cool. And not like like a serious kind of thing. Not just you know. Yeah. Throwing off the backboard, trying to dunk it. Like a real game. Like, like a real game. Not not one for our record, but like they're priming themselves for the season. It'd be awesome. I've wanted that since I was a freshman. Unfortunately, I'm a senior. When, if it happens, I would never be able to go. But that's true. it'd be super cool if that did happen. That's true. But anyways, that's uh, my hot take. That was a long segment. Yeah, it was. It, we still have time. So I also thought of a hot take. Let's hear it. Spoiling I, our fans for two straight weeks. Yeah. That's okay. It's just something I brought up to people and they got a little upset. But I don't like Big Blue Madness. Oh, dude. The blue that I I'm not kidding, I thought about making that my hot take too. The blue white scrimmage is is much better, cause it's real basketball. Yeah, it's oh it's the big blue madness to me is just a glorified practice, and like I get it. The first 15 minutes are fun, mm-hmm. definitely. After that, why am I there? Like, yeah. Like what? What? What am I doing there? I'm watching them shoot layups. I'm watching them run drills. I'm watching the girls play against their, practice squad their guys. the practice squad guys. Uh, it's just practice. And if I wanted to watch practice, and Cal was like, "Hey, 
come stand on the sideline and watch us practice, then I'd probably much rather do that than just wait 15 minutes for it to start, get really excited, and then not a whole lot happen. Mm-hmm. I know. I, like, I get it. It's like a showcase almost. Like, you get to see the players for the first time. Mm-hmm. But I I just think it's tradition. Too, it's tradition. A lot of other schools do it now. But And I don't know how theirs are. You just kind of see the highlights. You pretty much just see what our 15 minutes looks like on a different campus. Yeah. They just kind of introduce their players. Exactly. And, like, it shows personality. Like, I get it. Like, it shows that the players can dance. I mean, uh, Jared Poulsen yep. killed it. What was that, four, three years ago? No, it have been more than that. Yeah, you're right. It, it was, was like five. five. It was probably, it was probably freshman five. year. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm just not a fan. And I, I don't know why. I went to it my freshman year and never went back. Yeah, I went your freshman year. And that year was cool. Like, Drake came out. That yeah. was the year we went 38-1, so, like, a lot of excitement anyways. Yeah. Like, that team had been to the Bahamas, so, like, we kind of knew what to expect anyways. Like, but And, like, this year has a lot of potential, probably because there's a lot of hype around the team. Once again, the Bahamas trip, like, we know what to expect out of them. Maybe Drake will come out, and maybe he'll keep his promise this year of giving students a free concert. Drake? Yeah. If you're listening, where's that? Where's our where's our concert, Drake? You promised. I I'm, remember. I, I'm a student for one more semester. And then I can't go to that free free concert anymore. So Drake, this is my call to you to keep your word. Yeah, Drake. I know you're listening. I know you personally. Mm-hmm. Aubrey. Where's our where's our concert? Yeah, Aubrey. Yeah, Degrassi. <laughs> where's Real our fan. concert? You're a real fan. I remember when you were in the wheelchair. Wheelchair Jimmy. Wheelchair right? Jimmy. Never I watched think. that show. I didn't either, but I've seen it once. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know he was on the show. It's been on Facebook a few times. I've he, watched that scene. Where's I, our concert, bro? I watched the music video of I'm Upset and I knew what it was I knew it was a reunion of Degrassi, but I didn't get any of the references. Nope. Not one. But anyways. I'm with you. Big Blue Madness. If you want to experience UK basketball for a season, go to the Blue Right scrimmage. That's true. That's real life basketball. That's fun. I went to that also my freshman year and said. All right. All right, man. One last. Last segment. And then maybe, an, an, not an introduction to it, but because this next, if, if we do a new segment, it's, it is based off the fans engaging in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so we'll, we'll talk about that after. We'll talk about it after. Definitely. Talk about it after. So my Heisman of the week. Has to go to Jimmy Cash of the UK hockey team. Mm. I feel like every time I get on Twitter and see anything about UK hockey, it's Jimmy Cash scoring mm-hmm. or Jimmy Cash assisting on the goal. Mm-hmm. He's gotten hat tricks a few times this season. I feel like everybody on the team has because they score so many goals. But Jimmy Cash is the constant as as it seems right now, and has been leading the U.K. hockey team in almost every statistical category that he can because he doesn't play goalie. Mm-hmm. He's leading in goals, assists, and total points. And I think, to my understanding, you get a point for an assist as well. Yeah, so points, it kind of like just adds up. Yeah, points are based off goals and assists. Yeah. But yeah. And has just been leading this team to a great start. And We're proud I, of he's, he's got to be my Heisman of the Week. I know they took it. They took one L, which is fine. But then they responded in a big way. Yeah, and then they responded in a big way. Like, you, like 
they're so good, and I think he's spearheading that and right now and just playing so well. I just had to give it to one of the hockey players because mm-hmm. he's just doing so well. Jimmy Cash, man. You're right. You had to. That's a, I love that. I love that pick. That's a, that's a very solid choice. And once again, if you all want to go see our heist man, trophy winner of the week, October 20th at the Lexington Ice Center, Kentucky is playing Dayton, and we yes. want you all there. We want you there. We get the football game is that night. But come watch the hockey team. If you've never been to a hockey game, you have to go. Mm-hmm. I plead that you go because it is so much fun. It is like just a bunch of – it's all students, it feels like. Uh, it's just one big student section. Blue Crew is going to try and get a little sliver of that and just cheer our hearts out and just have a blast with all the other students there because it's it's fun, the game's fun to watch, and it's freaking hilarious. I mean – And you can tell your kids someday or your grandkids, I saw the greatest hockey team ever play. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, Gosh. our next segment, and it's contingent on you, the fans, engaging with us. We would love to do a mailbag type, mailbag type thing, where you basically will send us in questions or things, things like that, and we'll answer them. Any or, question or polls for our hot takes. Engage in that. We just really want fan engagement. We want you all to send us what you have to say. We want your questions. We want your your thoughts. If you disagree with us, let us know. We would literally, like, we love that. We want just to engage with you guys, and we want to know what you all are thinking and what you all want to know. So please send us questions. We'll post things like that on Twitter, Instagram, and give you all chances to engage. And, yeah. Yeah. That's a potential segment in the future. And if that's something that you could get excited about, it's on you guys to send it to us. Yeah. We want I I want personally mm-hmm. to have any kind of question be available. This yeah. this might be one of the few segments I know hot takes can kind of get away from, from sports, but I kinda want this segment. I mean, if you want to know something personal about me, if you want to know something personal about Spencer, if you want to talk about oh. sports, well, okay, maybe I'm just throwing <laughs> Spencer in there. But he is the intern, and I think I have that right to throw him in there. God, you do. Yeah, I do. That's I have the power. I'm You're He-Man. Right. Um, <laughs> just a corny, corny episode on my part this today. Um, Alex just, dad jokes. Yes. Not a dad yet. Probably not anytime soon. You look like it with your bald head. I did shave my head recently. That's why I have a face for the podcast. Mm-hmm. But really, <laughs> any any question, just send it in and DM us. We want to answer or put it on the public. We don't care. We'll probably pick the best ones at yes. UK Blue Crew or at Spencer underscore Jago or at Alakice One. Alakice One. Any of those work. Literally any of those. Just send us your questions or your thoughts. Anything like that. And we would love to talk about them on the next installment of the Blue Crew Boys podcast. So with that, I think that's it. I think yeah. we covered everything. I think we just come to a close here. We're great pro- episode. A lot of energy. A mm. uh, little rough on the stats because, you know, rough week. But Coming to you live from the Willie T. Young basement, too. We yeah, had to switch up our location this week. Yeah, we're not in my boss Brian's basement. Mm-hmm. Instead, we... 
shimmied on over to Willie T's basement for this one. Mm -hmm. And we just want to get it. We want to get this content out as soon as possible. As soon as possible. Fall, fall retreat kind of took us back on this one. We're a little late. We know that. We're sorry. But we're going to get it out as quick as we can. So love you guys. <laughs> Have a great day. Go Big Blue. Great job, Alec. Go Cats. <laughs>